0: Today is Relief and Development Sunday, which means that we're thinking about situations of injustice and suffering in the world, and uh, how as Christians, we might be able to respond to these issues. So members of the World Mission Hub are going to be leading the service, and it's great to have Rachel Kessler with us to share some of her experience. She's been involved in relief work in Iraq and Rwanda and Syria and Yemen, I think, as well. So Richard's going to be uh, back at 6.30 as well this evening, and there's opportunity to ask questions then. And there are details, or there have been details on the screen, about how you can submit questions in advance for that. And we're also collecting a special offering today for the work of Tear Fund in Yemen and Uganda Palliative Care. And there are envelopes on the seats if you want to make use of them. I also want to mention the church breakfast, which is happening on Sunday, the 19th of May. We don't do this very often, but it's a great occasion to come and join us a wee bit earlier, 8:30 in the morning to 9:15. And uh, Judith Robinson, who is organising the catering for that, would be very helpful. Very glad of help from volunteers. So could you speak to her afterwards about that if you'd like to help? And uh, even just, you know, good. It'll be a continental breakfast opportunity for a chat and conversation with one another. So come put that in the diary for the 19th of May. Now, at the start of our service, let's turn to God in prayer and uh, direct our attention to Him, and then Ewan's going to lead us in our singing. So let's pray together. Almighty God, the all loving, all-powerful oh, God, you who are working out your purposes in the world, we gather before you grateful for your work in our lives, that you have saved us and rescued us in Christ, that you loved the world so much that you gave your one and only Son to die on the cross in our place for our sin, that we might be forgiven that we might look forward to one day being in a renewed creation free of suffering. And thank you that today you are still on a rescue mission, that you are continuing to draw people to yourself from every nation and tribe and tongue. And thank you for your ongoing love and compassion for your world. And even as we think about this morning uh, uh, about issues of injustice and suffering and war and and natural disasters that you know all that's going on and that you're present and that you're working in and through your people so please help us this morning as we think about these things help us to worship you help us in our praying for the world in our giving of financial resources And as Rachel and members of the hub take part, help us to listen well and and understand how you would have us respond to these issues. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You and lead us.
1: Good morning. Well, let's do better than that. Good morning. (laughs) I like it. In Thessalonians Paul tells us, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let's stand and worship this God. Let's rejoice always. Let's pray pray continually and let's give thanks in all circumstances. Hard to do, but let's do it. Let's stand. Light of the world.
2: everybody um, as Andrew told us, today is relief and development Sunday so I just want to just uh, just ask what we mean by relief and development it trips off the tongue uh, but we need to think what it means and there are there are parts of the world where things happen um, oh I, I've left my mic down there I'll, I'll, I'll talk up here then shall I Andrew I'll do, I'll do that later No, I'll do that later <laughs> sorry about that um, yes, who needs relief and who needs development? Um, relief is immediate aid to people who, who are in dire circumstances. So there are people who need food to keep them alive, blankets and shelter. And relief goes to people, or should go to people, after disasters, um, natural disasters, but also after war and, th- and so forth. Um, and development... Is what comes afterwards so if you are hit by an earthquake you will need immediate relief once the earthquake has gone or a hurricane has gone you're not expecting one for a while so then you can move into development and you can start rebuilding your buildings if a country is hit by war however or civil war for example you need relief but actually what's the point of rebuilding your buildings if the other guys are going to come and bomb them straight away so countries that are hit by war are much worse off, and you can't start development work until the war is over. And we're going to be looking at a, a number of places uh, across the world today. Um, and Rachel, our, our speaker is, um, our guest is is very experienced. has been to many many of the places we're going to talk about. Um, now, some people look at the suffering that goes on in the world. Um, after natural disasters and after man-made disasters, and say, how can you believe in a God of love when there's so much suffering like this in the world? And as Christians, that is a difficult question and one that can take a lifetime for us to get get our minds around. However, when I look in the Bible, there is one thing that is very clear, that the Bible does not dodge this question. If you read the Bible, almost everywhere... Old Testament, New Testament, there is suffering, all the way through it, I and mean, of course there is suffering right at the very heart of the gospel. But if we look at the beginning in uh, in Genesis, after the fall, uh, God says, uh, "Now, life's not going to be easy for you. Uh, creation is not going to be. Uh, living in this world is not going to be all fun and games now. It's going to be very difficult. And again in Romans." Uh, Paul says to us, the whole of creation is groaning to be relieved. So the Bible doesn't run away from the fact that there is suffering in the world. Um, now, here in, here in Kirky, um, we don't really suffer the way that many places in the world do. However... I do think it's worth mentioning that that even here we have our own relief ongoing. We have a food bank here because there are people who are very close to the edge and rely on the things that we do. So we do have a a slight idea of that, but we're going to learn a little bit more about uh, other countries where perhaps perhaps the suffering is more widespread. So we're going to have a little quiz just to see what you know about various parts of the world um so lj you're going to be my scorer could maybe you could come up here and uh, and keep score next to <laughs> me you can sit on there all right okay and i'm going to divide the church down in down the middle here so this side's going to be team a and this side's going to be team b and because we've got all ages here today uh, the, the first question um, in each section is going to be to those up to the age of 10, so 10 and under. Anyone up to the age of 10? Um, this is my clicker, so that presumably. Oh, that goes the wrong way. Right? Okay. So. Oh. oh hang on. Okay. The first question um, to anyone on in Team A, up to the age of. Up to the age of 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, which continent are we looking at here? Anyone know which continent we're looking at this is? In this picture? Quite, you, you should be able to. <laughs> yes. I was, gonna, I was gonna say we're in it, but of course we're not, we're not really not sure. <laughs> we're, we're, really not, we're really not sure whether we are or not. Okay. I'm really sorry, Team A, but since you've defaulted, I'm going to move over to Team B. Yes. Correct. Yes, it's Europe, of course. Now, well done. (laughs) The next question is still Team A's, though. So, the next question, and this is for anyone up to the age of 20: uh, What is this a map of? It's in Europe. I think if you if you come from this part you might you might know it. Oh there's a I don't think that's an answer there. Okay. Oh team A not doing too well. I wonder if anybody from Team B can get that. Oh, Northern Ireland. Well done, Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean a bit I I, I slightly hard question this because it's not how you would normally see it. But that's the that's where you would normally see it. I think and everyone would have got that, yeah and these and and that picture that i actually took from this slide really gives you gives the game away that what sort of con- what sort of place that all the statistics are collected in terms of christians and uh and denominations okay so that really i think if i'd shown you that everybody would have known immediately what we're talking about so northern ireland is is a country that where Uh, War has been a part of their history, their recent history, uh, and has a long legacy. And people of my generation, um, uh, many of the places in Northern Ireland, such as Londonderry, Enniskillen and Omar, just the words just strike strike home to your heart. And anyone who's grown up uh, with me would know that. Right, the next question, still to Team A, is this one. All those seven numbers there... um, used to be known as one country and again this is slightly biased people of my my age because that's how i that's how i think of it anyone and this question is for anyone from naught to 100. <laughs> anyone know what this country or former country was called i think i know which team's going to win this competition today <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got an answer. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's a good answer. Yeah, that's... Th- yeah, former Yugoslavia, yeah, that, so that's right, yes. Now, there's a, there's, there's a bonus question for, for Team A if you want to really um, get back in there. Uh, number six, anybody got any idea which one number six is? <laughs> Belarus? No not bosnia but it, it must be one of those and uh, I, our guest this morning would know which which is which i have to tell you i'm still in the former yugoslavia definition because i can't remember I, how about anyone from team b oh my goodness lucas yes absolutely <laughs> yes he knows he knows his geography yeah that was kosovo okay another 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 country Well all those countries torn with problems. Okay, so we're going to move on to question two now uh, and or, or Section two and this is going to be to anyone in on this side in team B who can tell me what continent We are looking at here Africa, yeah anyone who knows me would know that this was going to come sooner or later so so that's good. So now team B your 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 first question within Africa uh, There's a little red country right in the middle. Uh, and this, this is for anyone up to the age of up to 20. Oh, we got the same again, yes? Rwanda, excellent, so a point for that, yep. Very good, very good. Now the next one, I've made it difficult, because this is, this is your bonus question, if you can get it like this. Um, there's only one person in the room who I imagine would get get this um, but uh, if anyone's particularly clever Lucas <laughs> 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 I'll be I would be impressed South Sudan. not South Sudan okay I, I, n- not bad a good try a good try at Liberia I think we'll move on now so Liberia is quite close to there. Sierra Leone. Yeah. Okay. So didn't get the bonus, but got, but got the well done. Okay. So we're halfway through now. We're moving to, we're moving to another area of the world. Um, and we're back to, back to anyone up of the ages of naught to 10. So nought to 10, anybody know what we call this part of the, this part of the world? It's in the middle of the world, isn't it? So I might give you a clue. (laughs) Oh yes, the Middle East, yes it's not really east is it but for some reason we call it the Middle East I think that's because we're very west centric we think the centre of everything is the wo- everything revolves around the west but it doesn't yes the Middle East it, it, on, on our traditional maps is right in the middle of the world it's where the northern hemisphere meets the southern hemisphere it's where east meets west and it's where uh, the three monotheistic religions of the world um, if you like meet right at the centre and right in the middle of that of the Middle East is um, Jerusalem, and when I was talking about the Bible, doesn't shy away from uh, suffering. Um, we, Jesus came into this world. Um, he could have moved to a nice house in Molgai overlooking um, uh, Mugdock Park, but he didn't. He moved. He 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 lived and he died in Jerusalem, and Jerusalem then, and even till now, is probably one of the most uh, violent, ravaged, war, war-ravaged cities in the world. Jerusalem has essentially never, inv- never enjoyed peace the last 3,000 years. It's right in the middle um, of still probably the most dangerous and unsettled part of the world. Um, so even Jesus didn't, he, he didn't duck the issue of suffering and hardship and war. So, We're on this side, so we're moving to your your question. Now, this is the one that's difficult. You get a bonus if you can get it at this point, um, because Arabic speakers will will immediately know from the names of the cities. (laughs) But it's a bit, and this is a bit hard, but I'm giving you an option of an extra point if you can get it here. Any guesses? This is 0 to 20. OK, we'll move on, make it a wee bit easier. Oh. <laughs> I've made it very easier. Did anyone spot? Iraq, yes, correct. Yes, Iraq. So that, that was team A, and they got it, yeah. OK. <laughs> this, was, this, is, this, in fact, is your bonus. Um, now that we've established that that was Iraq, uh, a country that's known a lot of, lot of troubles, um, and this is a little red map that covers Iraq, Syria, Turkey, and it's not a map of a country, although some people might say it is a country because it's a people. Um, anybody got an Any, eye? not to a hundred? This is Kurdistan. Kurdistan. Yes. So this is this is the the traditional or uh, area where the Kurds live, and they've been and they have the misfortune of not having a country of their own so they they suffer under the countries that say well you're a minority group in us so our our guest this morning has also had experience of working uh, with the kurds so uh and now final question for team a um who knows where this is this is very much very much in the world news today Another country from the Middle East. I'm going to give you uh, Yemen. Yes, there you go. There's there's it slightly easier. So there's Yemen sitting at the bottom of the boot of Saudi Arabia. Yes, Uh, we're going to hear a bit about. We're going to hear quite a lot more about Yemen today. So the final group of questions now going to question going to Team B is. What continent? Um, this lo- almost looks like the whole world, doesn't it? But in fact, it's not. It's one continent, obviously the biggest one. Which anyone, 0 to ten, tell me what continent this is? I-, I heard Asia, and that's the correct answer. Okay. So, um, so now we'll move on to your, your. This is the this is the question for the naught to twenty. Anyone up to the age of twenty? Anyone know what that country is? <laughs> okay, mastermind here says, it's, says it's, um, it's Afghanistan, and in fact it is, yep. Our guest this morning uh, can tell you about Afghanistan. You'll get a bit bored of me saying this because uh, uh, she's been to many parts of the world. And this is a slightly more difficult one. This is anyone up to the age of, uh, age of 100. Lucas will just see if anyone else, anyone else <laughs> possibly knows it. You can put the put the mark down for Lucas's team, <laughs> but won't give anyone else anyone that got a clue. I'm g- well, if you look at that, uh, let me give you a clue. You've got roughly. You, you can see it's quite close to Australia there, um, and it's half half the island. Um, so it's it's it starts and it's the east half of the island. John, East Timor. East Timor. Yes. Okay. East Timor. A lot of us. A lot of us, like me, I know the names of the places because I remember the news, but I, where or what, what there is about East Timor, I don't know much more than that. Okay, so um, let's, let's ask LJ where we, how we've done and who's won. Lucas has won the individual, individual <laughs> prize. But, uh, well, TB have got five points, and TB have got nine points. TB? I'm, oh! Oh! Okay. Well done. Thanks very much. <laughs> okay. So we're 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 going to move now into the we're going to have the uh, we're going to have a song and we're going to have the offering giving uh, this. Um, today we're going to give our um, offering to the Yemen crisis appeal uh, for Tier Fund. Um, we're going to be hearing quite a lot about Yemen. Um, so, so the envelopes should you should have envelopes for, for making a contribution. Um, I, I should also say we haven't got a slide for this, but but we have agreed that a part of our contribution this morning will also go to palliative care work in Uganda. Many will know Moira Lang, who's um, who's connected with this this um, congregation and who works in the palliative care unit at uh, Makerere University in Uganda and they've been, had an acute crisis of money and have been having great difficulty treating people, people who are dying of cancer. So we agreed that we would give a part of uh, the, this morning's collection to that. Okay, thanks. I'm
1: gonna take the offerings. Probably, is it easier for folks to stay seated? Is that easier or do you mind? Yeah, well, they'll stay seated for this one. Uh, the children will go out. And the children will go out at the end of this? Yeah. At the end of this song, great. <coughs>
2: It's now time for the reading and Erica Bankier is going to come up and, uh, and read for us. Um, the, we, we have a tier fund theme running through this morning. Uh, uh, our guest uh, has worked in tier, f- tier fund in the past. Uh, we're collecting money for Yemen and Erica is uh, oh, events, events manager for Scotland or something. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so so that's nice and and erica erica's going to read to us from romans um and this is and it's a paul oh my god have i got i've got i've got too much wire on there. <laughs> you, you, you can tell how practiced i am at standing up and talking in public um no i've forgotten what i was going to say oh yes it was paul it's paul um who of all all the people in the new testament who suffered. Uh, who knows about, here's here's a guy who knows about suffering. Paul was beaten, shipwrecked, and all sorts of things happened to him. Um, So he's no stranger to suffering, and he's talking in Romans about what he, how he puts the suffering in this world into context.
3: Hi guys. So yes, those who don't know me, hello, I'm Erica and I'm usually at 11.15, so this is a little bit early for me. But yes, I've just recently started with Tear Fund and I was asked quite recently to just do this little bit of reading. So it is up on the screen, so please read along with me. So says Romans 8, verse 35 to 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present or the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: Let's stand. We're gonna sing a couple of songs before Rachel comes to speak. Let's stand.
2: going to come and come and pray for us now.
4: Good morning. <clears throat> uh, we're very conscious that there are many needs in the world today. And I know that God puts different countries on our hearts and that's good. We can't all have a burden, a, a deep burden for the same country. So as we pray this morning, uh, we will focus on a few countries, obviously those that are linked um, to our service today, uh, but there will be times to pause if it goes to plan, and uh, you can think and pray for the things that are on your own hearts. Uh, When I came to just prepare what we might pray about this morning, The scripture came to me from Acts chapter 4 when we're talking about relief and development and giving into areas of need and it says all the believers were in one heart and one mind and there was no needy persons among them. That was obviously the early church. Um, The world is shrinking and we do have opportunity to Give and get involved. So, with that as a basis for prayer, let's all pray together. Father God, as we come to remember before you just a few of the areas in the world with particular needs, we pause first to rejoice in your love as we have been doing in our scripture readings and our sung worship. Your love from which we can never be separated, whether here in our comparative ease and comfort or elsewhere where life is tough and the right to expression of faith is constantly challenged. Thank you so much for your comfort and confidence that you bring to us and to the whole family of God throughout the world as we look to you in humility. trust. We ask that we, your people, will be compelled with compassion for our fellow man and our believing family, our brothers and sisters around the world. Give us all vision of what is on your heart that leads us to sacrificial giving or going into our hurting and needy world. Grant us strength and courage to step out of our comfort zone, whether that be our beds to pray more, our secure jobs to move location, or our finances to support others. Father, touch our hearts, we pray, as we wait in your presence. We pray for those in the world living in apparent, complete insecurity, like Yemen and Syria. Raise up leaders, we ask, who will bring some clarity into a complex situation and bring change to these war-ravaged lands. Have mercy, Father, on innocent people caught up in the senseless inhumanity and bless those agencies bringing comfort and hope. Emergency supplies, safe water, access to healthcare. Protect in Yemen, the tiny but growing minority of Christians whose faith is kept secret and who live in constant dread of being shamed or killed. May they also receive their share of emergency aid. We pray for Syria, many Syrians seeking to return and to restore their land, many believers seeking to rebuild their places of worship and their fellowships and communities of faith. Some too frightened to return, choosing to stay in a refugee camp. We particularly remember the Yazidi women who are um, frightened, some, to return because they have learned to love the the children born to them by uh, being fathered by ISIS men, and now they're afraid to return lest their children be taken from them. Father, we cry to you for these dreadfully distressful situations that you will bring comfort and that you will bring protection. And Lord, above all, we pray that the gospel, the good news about Jesus will reach these people. We also continue to remember those working in areas where there have been recent natural disasters like Mozambique. And we pray for discernment, wisdom and the love of God reflected as the local church and the agencies work together to try to address the needs of the people. We pray for those living in the aftermath in India, so badly hit by storms this last week give needed resources to aid agencies and grace to the church in that area to be salt and light in that situation. We Remember Samson who visited us recently from India and his stories of miracles happening there. Father God, we pray that you will grant the church in this current disaster that they may know the miracle of grace and favor from agencies and from yourself we thank you for our links with the whole concept of relief and development through the bruff family and their work in malawi through the church of scotland and we ask that you will continue to bless them as a family and Gary in particular as he participates in the combat against corruption at grassroots level in local communities and at national levels through the courts we pray for him that you will grant him insight wisdom and determination to pursue injustice with justice. Father God, as we have thought and prayed together in the last minutes without fear or threat we do lift to you our brothers and sisters in Sri Lanka, who today, while we worship here maybe, have had to face the dilemma of whether to meet publicly, privately, or even to meet at all. Father, whichever way they meet, we pray that you will grant them the sense of your presence with them. Comfort those who continue to mourn, those that face loss of many kinds, those that face physical disfigurement. Cause the people to choose peace and unity. Challenge us all to be willing to speak out for humanity and for our Christian family. May we be willing, with the help of your Holy Spirit, to be counted worthy of bearing your name and sharing the burdens of those who suffer for your sake. Touch our hearts, Lord, we pray. Strengthen our resolves. Equip us for being the people that you call us to be. And we pray all these things in that same strong name of Jesus. And it's in his name we dare to bring our prayers. Amen.